Hello and welcome to the RPG Academy podcast. This is Michael and I'm here to wish you a very happy new year. 2016 was a rough year for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. If you were not among them, then congratulations and I'm happy to hear that. If 2016 could have been better, here's hoping that 2017 will be all that it could be, can be, should be, and more. I'm not one to do a lot for resolutions. It's never really been something that I've done a lot with. But for the show specifically, I do want to keep building on what we're doing, expand a few things in some different directions. We are starting to launch a Twitch program. We're getting more involved with live recordings for YouTube. And I'm very excited about that. But I don't want to get away from what we've been doing and what we will continue to do with our podcast and continue to deliver content uh, weekly to all those Academaniacs out there who have come to grow and love our show as much as we do. So thank you all for listening and being a part of what we do in 2016, and I hope that you and some more people will come join us for 2017. Today's bonus episode is an interview that I did with Scott and Andrew uh, concerning the Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit Twitch show that's going to launch later this month. Uh, This was a live broadcast on Twitch. It's also already archived on YouTube. So you may have already watched slash listened to it. Uh, This is the audio only version. It has been edited a little bit for content and for clarity. So if you haven't watched it yet, then there you go. Uh, But it is basically the same content as before. Uh, So I will let Scott and the interview that you're about to hear cover all the details. Just know that we're very excited about the the launch of this Twitch show, and we're hoping that it will be the vanguard for many more things to come from us regarding live programming. But before we get to that, we have one other announcement. The RPG Academy Network is growing. So we are going to be bringing in the show Riverhouse Games, specifically Game Closet, from Taylor LaBreche. Uh, You may know Taylor from Twitter, where he goes by Leviathan Files, which was the uh, Mass Effect D20 uh, actual play game that he ran for quite a while. Uh, But with Game Closet, what really excites us is we're all about inclusivity here at the RPG Academy. We want more people to experience more games and have more fun while they're playing them. And that's something that we think this show really brings to the table. Not to mention, Taylor's just an awesome guy. He's, he's infectiously happy. He's always got a smile on his face. I love his following his Twitter account because it always makes me smile. And uh, I had a chance to meet him at Gen Con. Probably wasn't uh, as good a meeting for him because we met at the Innies. And even though I knew we weren't going to win, there was a small part of me that thought maybe we could squeeze out second. And we didn't. I was crushed. And not long after our category was announced, I ended up leaving. So I didn't get to spend a lot of time with Taylor uh, there, but I've got to know him online. We've, we've chatted a few times since then. I met him at a catacon. He came out. Uh, he's just an awesome guy. So excited to have him and his show as part of our network and want to see it and he grow uh, within our community as part of our network and, and, and beyond. If you're not familiar with Game Closet, it is an interview podcast hosted by Taylor, which seeks to talk to and highlight the contributions of, excuse me, highlight the contributions and projects of LGBT plus tabletop gamers. The show is produced under the Riverhouse Games brand alongside their another podcast, Leviathan Files and Small Story Games. 
The goal of Game Closet is to showcase queer and LGBT plus topics within the tabletop community, explore these themes as they appear in tabletop RPGs, and to celebrate the wide array of amazingly talented LGBT plus creators and fans. So again, if you're not already following Taylor on Twitter, if you're not already listening to his show, please go out and do so. Let him know that uh, you heard it here first. He is now part of the network, and we are damn proud to have him. So with all of that out of the way, onto the show. Here is the interview that I did with Scott and Andrew introducing their new weekly D&D procedural law and orderly, airing and premiering Monday, January 9th, 8 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash the RPG Academy. And the episodes will also be archived on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash the RPG Academy. Thanks, and I'll see you soon. Howdy all you kids out there in Radio Land, and welcome to the RPG Academy's uh, first live Twitch event. I think, Michael, is this the first? First, yeah, we'll call, we'll call it the first. It's the first that counts. We'll call it the first that counts live Twitch event. Um, Michael is your host. Uh, he's uh, up here to your left. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Good enough. And then uh, Andrew is our extremely uh, movie guy voiced uh, presence just above my head. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, everyone. Delightful. Delightful. So um, all you kids out there in Radio Land, I'm sure you're 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 pumped. You're excited. You're just as jazzed as I am to talk about uh, the RPG Academy's upcoming uh, weekly serial episodic police procedural lawful and orderly. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, in that case, I will turn it over to Michael to interview us about that. Okay. So if you're again, new to the Twitch thing, we've been a, a podcast for about four years now. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, which is, has a few things on it, but not much, but we're really excited about this Twitch channel launch. And I'm very excited that Scott and Andrew and others who are not here with us tonight, uh, will be doing that weekly starting Monday, January 9th. It'll be D and D fifth edition ish. Uh, so, well, first of all, that's me. My name is Michael. Again, I'm the, the co-host of the RPG Academy podcast, where the motto is, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Now, Scott, you are a player, have been for quite a while in some of our actual plays on the RPG Academy podcast, as well as some of our discussion shows. But why don't you briefly introduce yourself? Uh, all right. I'm, I'm about five foot six. I'm 160 pounds. I'm sitting down and facing front. Fantastic. Now, you've been on the show quite a lot recently, um, so if anyone's been listening to the podcast, they probably are familiar with you. They may be less familiar with our other co-host tonight, Andrew Young, that one GM. Now, Andrew has guested on a couple of our episodes. He's lent his amazing vocal talent to our Wushu game, which is still one of my favorite games we've ever done, and also our Scooby-Doo special. So, Andrew, why don't you say hello to everyone and introduce yourself? Uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew Young. I'm done that one GM. I've done some RPG Academy wushu based stuff, and uh, I'm super excited. I'm not going to do my, my whole physical stat description. It's all on my sheet. You guys can check that out later. <laughs> all right, fantastic. So obviously, this is the first time we've actually done a live event on Twitch. There's probably going to be things that we are doing incorrectly, so please forgive us. Uh, we do have the chat window open. If anyone has specific questions, they would like for me to ask either of these two gentlemen uh, about the show Lawful and Orderly or anything else. I will edit them maybe to potentially what's been asked, but more, more, but more or less, I'll ask what you want me to. Uh, but until then, I will just start with Scott. 
So Scott, where did the idea for D&D Lawful and Orderly come from? Uh, well, uh, it's it's about a year ago, actually, this this same um, time period, right, right around the holidays. And uh, as as you may recall, uh, you and me and Caleb and uh, Matthew and some other faculty members, we were kind of brainstorming, texting back and forth off and on about some sort of show ideas. And um, just just kind of combining a little bits and pieces that I that I picked up from Matthew or that I picked up from you or that I that I picked up uh, from from rattling around my own head. Uh, I, I got sort of this idea to do this police thing. And then uh, Caleb and I, I, I think we, we, we twittered back and forth about it as, as you guys watched uh, for a uh, like 36 hours of, of amazing intensive creativity and we thought of all these amazing ideas uh, but then it didn't quite fit into the spring lineup and so we didn't immediately produce it as a show it was a uh, real shame yeah I don't think it had anything to do with not fitting I think we were a little bit intimidated to be honest with you in really? in trying to do that because I think the original idea is it would be like half scripted half not and I, I think the idea of trying to do that and doing it well was intimidating. I'll say I was intimidated by the prospect of trying to do that. So it was just easier to do something else. But yeah, I remember quite vividly the the creation process. I still think it's a wonderful idea, and I'm so glad that it's it's found life somewhere. Uh, but you know, this is basically your sort of taking over the RPG Academy Twitch channel. So you collected your own players. Now Andrew's with us, but why don't you introduce the cast? Uh, oh yeah, well actually, uh, to that's that that's a great plug. I we have a clip for this. We're we're oh. gonna roll the clip. Does this clip need setup at all or anything? Uh, I'd, I'd like to think it's pretty self-explanatory. In a world where diviners have visions of murders before they occur, one man will stop at nothing to put criminals behind bars. Well, we've uh, got a little bit of a situation in the alley outside. Uh, there appears to be a dead body. That's right, one man. And one gnome. We use our quills to move things around. It looks really cool. And it is practical as well. Just you move and all you lift things up and you move. It's very cool. And one halfling. Eight inch bolt. Uh, point blank range right in the upper left part of the chest. That's, that's, that's where humans keep their hearts, right? And one half unicorn. I hope you know what this means. Uh... Undercover police work at the party. Oh, I see. <laughs> And one faithful dog. Just to be clear, you did name your dog Bark. Yeah, af- after the trees. Of course. He's true. hard on the outside and he protects me. It's great. We'll stop at nothing. I had started taking notes and I, at some point in the story, I just stopped and I just stared directly into his face and wait for him to, to stop saying racist shit. <laughs> we'll stop at nearly nothing. I think maybe we should stop someplace and get you an outfit. Oh, I'm not sure about this. We'll eventually clean up the mean streets of Lanarkanum. You, you, you wouldn't question the, the magistrate, his highness who lives on the top floor of the Everspire, the spire with no top floor. I would certainly never question Lord Megas, uh, highest magistrate, most tall. But uh, it seems a little... You know what? It's probably fine. See the series premiere of Lawful and Orderly live Monday, January 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on the RPG Academy Twitch channel. So uh, for those at home, obviously, uh, you didn't know that these poor suckers couldn't actually hear it. Uh, only you could and I could. So they have no idea what they were just pantomiming to. It could have been a clip from WrestleMania, but... Uh, 
I've assured them that that's uh, it's it's very representative of of what we expect to see in the show. And as the clip, uh, as far as these guys know, may or may not have covered, uh, we we have uh, four principal characters that that will be uh, following, as well as um, it's it's an episodic police procedural. So there'll always be guest stars, right? I, I ex- fully expect either uh, Ice Cube or Vanilla Ice to come on at some point to to give an episode or two. Not Ice Tea though. That that you know. Whatever. I, I I assumed he was busy with his other shows, but uh, t- sure. One of the sure. ice. As I'm, long as we get one of the ices. Yeah, I I thought I, th- I really wanted to shoot for like the next string ices first, kind of. Mm. Yeah, but but I'm I'm glad that you're ambitious. You really want to one up that. So uh, yeah, we we have four main characters. Uh, one human. Um, uh, compelling backstory of of uh, a, a bard who just didn't fit with the bard lifestyles who decided to sign up and and be patriotic with the watch. And then uh, we have a, a, a you're, you're playing a rock gnome, right, Andrew? And that is correct. And uh, with 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 an amazing accent. When you're not sick, it's even better. When you are sick, like now, it's still pretty good, though. I bet. Oh well, I will see. Uh, I'm playing Mikhail Pavlovitskyvich. He is a veteran of the force and the uh, you know kind of a fun guy. Not too bad. Not you know not a lot of action, but a lot of uh, careful contemplation and. Uh, consideration very thoughtful very thoughtful uh and then rounding out that uh we we have uh the halfling uh me the the park ranger of course and um the the final character is is our lovely friend uh jeffrey who's playing a half unicorn and the unicorn half is the top half which uh but it's not to be confused with a reverse centaur because that like that would it's it's very different and uh she's she's fantastic so uh it's it's gonna be a, a good solid crew and i think we're gonna have a lot of fun the clip obviously came from something so when the show starts on monday january 9th eight o'clock is that going to be in media res like you're just going to start in the middle of action and then we'll kind of understand some backstory or will that be like a new session one so people will will start will listen to the story as it unfolds to, from the beginning uh, yeah, I, I expect to to do a new session one. We, we've had some practices to feel out the characters, right? And, and as we went, we made some sort of editorial changes and cuts. Actually, interestingly, my, my character's gender changed a couple of times uh, because I'd originally written a female character. And, and the difficulty of playing a female character when you're a dude is that everyone forgets you're playing a female character. And that became an issue in a lot of the recordings. And so uh, ended up dropping that back to just traditional dude seemed easier um a couple other small details of of characters have changed but but um i thought you did go back to i thought ellen was a i thought in the last session ellen was a girl you do like you do a good voice like a, you you got your i'm I, i'm keeping the voice man the voice okay. stays so what, maybe, but, maybe it could be like Varsivius from uh, order of stick and oh just in in the world no one actually knows yeah Ooh. or you could be like, like gender cat or i mean ellen could just be gender fluid right like just that's true. That 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 was the the wave. Whatever. Was yeah. Okay. Gender gotcha, gotcha. fluid. That's as, rather than gender solid or gender gas. This is the gender gas. Now gender plasma. That's not common. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You strip those gender electrons right off of the gender nuclei. So boom, cool. Right? So cool. Just, All right. So, couple questions for you. Uh, so, one, you mentioned the character you're playing, but you're also running the game. So, are you mm. running and playing a character? Uh, actually, uh, what, what we're one of the 
I'm really excited about this format. We, we've done a lot of actual plays, and, uh, and and obviously there are a lot of Twitch uh, channels that are going that are actual plays, but one thing that always bums me out about actual plays is that by the time I hear about them, and they're amazing, and they're so great, I'm 150 episodes behind, and, and you know, if, if I really hit the gym for a month or two, like like I tell myself I'm going to January 2nd, right, uh, then then I'll catch up a little, right? And and that's even worse when when the show's live, right? I mean, there there are some amazing Twitch streamers out there, but uh, I'm so behind, and I, I tune in, and there's a lot of inside jokes, right? And and they do their best, and and it works. But I I think one of the best strengths about the episodic nature of of the show is that one, we can have different uh, writers for each episode, right? Which in our case is going to be we're going to rotate uh, DM GM. Probably uh, every session, every two sessions, somebody else will be running it, and we'll have a a different cast of detectives, right? Because one detective will be out. So uh, I, I think uh, that that fits pretty well with my understanding of those shows. And also it, it allows us uh, to have vanilla ice, iced tea in, uh, I guess you, you know, if, if you want to see fit or uh, anybody else who wants to come in, viewers maybe, if they feel lucky sometime, we might open that up to a sort of a stretch goal on the Patreon to uh, join in for an episode. We won't even make you the victim. We'll make you a Black Inquisitor or something terrifying. It'll be great. Nice. Yeah, so if you need someone with a Southern Kentucky accent, a Jamaican, or a spot-on the Caleb G, I'm your man. Outside of those three, I got nothing for you. You you, you do a good the Caleb G impression? I, I think I've heard that. There's In one of the episodes, I did probably 10 minutes as the Caleb G, and you cannot tell that it's not him. <laughs> I, I will stake my reputation on that. All right. That's fantastic. You'll have to go back and listen to that at some point. I will. So one of the things that I think is kind of interesting about this medium is that we've been doing, again, we've been doing a podcast now for over four years. And I like to think, and I, I will stake, again, my actual reputation if I have one, that our audio quality is really good. But I spend a lot of time editing that audio. I cut out a lot of stuff, even stuff that's funny, if it doesn't really fit the the story. You know, if, if someone makes really funny joke as a person, I'm more likely to cut that out than if they make a joke as a character. This is live. It's all there. I mean, you know, and I'm I'm excited and yet also concerned <laughs> about that. So how do you feel about being in essentially live television? Um I'm 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 pretty excited. Uh we've done a lot of uh setup, a lot of practice, a lot of uh um there's been a lot of discussion, a lot of back and forth. Um, and, you know, we're not going to be perfect right out of the gate, but I think we've done enough preparation that we've got it, we've got it down to a pretty good art. Like we're able to hit the sort of uh, time cues we want to be hitting so that we, we make sure that we, you know, we're, we're going to be able to wrap it up around the time we say we're going to wrap it up. We're, we're going to make sure we're hitting those breaks at regular, like an opportune moment. So we're, we're getting in all the story beats and, you know, most of the most of the commentary uh, is in character. It all, it all fits pretty well into our character models. Like we've, we've done enough practice and enough discussion that I think everybody's comfortable enough in their character to make sort of any, any commentary they have about what's going on in character. Um, so I know we've got a lot of uh, <laughs> just so much material, so many quotes. I know Scott has, has called so many. And listening to those the other day, I was just like, every bit of this, like these are all bits that were like just toss off like, Almost none of it was like kind of like plot centric. It was just like somebody said saw an opportunity and said something funny, or we were just 
making sure we were on the same track. And... Just a corpse in the alley. We'll just comment about that casually. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the rookie and I'm going up to uh, the Russian accented new guy. So obviously I'm looking for elbow grease, right? Because he runs the fix-it shop and somebody told me to get it. And uh, also I, I need some containers for nuclear families. Do you have any vessels for nuclear families around nuclear vessels do you have any of those right i mean th these things just just come up uh, as they are and uh yeah I, I think there's there's a concern about some some downtime or dead time right but but i, I think we're we're pretty good at minimizing that uh there's not as much on tw on twitch right now but I've, obviously this is going to start monday january 9th uh, the idea being weekly that you'll be able to see this it'll also be archived on our youtube page now, so circling back around for a minute until we get some more questions, possibly. So is there going to be like one city, like, you know, like uh, there's NCIS Miami, Las Vegas. So where does SVU set? So I, I, I will address the setting question. But uh, first, I, I need to, since Caleb isn't here, I need to summarize your summary. Oh, OK. And, and that's going to be that, that to answer your question, uh, this is our first time streaming to Twitch. Uh, this this uh, we, we've done a few live QAs on, on YouTube, right? uh and and live interactions on on youtube before and we've done a little bit of experimentation on twitch but this is our first real venture into the the twitch universe the live interaction uh through that gaming space and we're pretty excited for it and as far as i know this will be the this is the only thing currently on the slate for the rpg academy network on twitch is that correct michael sort of okay uh, this is the premiere show uh, on okay. twitch we are the the nordstrom of we are the anchor store the flagship. Well, you're like the the flagship, exactly, of Twitch. Like, if this goes well and we Which start to build will. an audience, then we would actually like to maybe start twitching our regular wrought iron games or even our faculty meetings and detention so that they're all live as well as podcasts. You know, again, it really depends on how much extra work it is versus how many people are interested. Because I know there's a Twitch audience that 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 consumes this, this type of media, and I think we provide good content, but we haven't been touching those Twitch users sorry for that phrasing uh, so if we can get a larger audience if people want this content that we already create we just need to deliver it to them then absolutely we'd be foolish not to but this this is sort of the start this is a moment to bring up uh, uh our, our unofficial academy model and uh also one of the rules that we're going to need to introduce into the chat uh don't touch the children yes don't touch the students. So uh, we're not trying to touch the Twitch students, but we are trying to reach out to you. Reach out with not touch. It's like a like a Price is Right as close as we can without going over. Going over. You know. Yeah. And uh, in case it comes up, uh, what we call the people who listen to our show or follow us are Academaniacs. Not Academaniacs, <laughs> as some people incorrectly say it. Because the root word is Academy and Maniacs. It's Academaniacs. It's academy, not academic. It's not academic NEACs, like Correct. I thought it was. <laughs> I do want to say that I, I I am behind Michael on this pronunciation, but I respect Caleb's pronunciation as well. I do not. It is entirely wrong, and he's just being a spiteful little jerk. <laughs> also, that's okay. Also Academaniacs, in summary. But the setting, the settings, uh, yes, can, yeah, can yeah, be yeah, pretty exciting. Oh, so yeah. uh, we're 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 in the the um we're in the fantastical city of Lanarkanum, L.A. for short. Where uh, <laughs> the nexus of three leylands, it's 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 a magical city uh, where where anything, literally anything, could happen, and many things do materialize right out of the night. Uh, the the center of the city is dominated by the Everspire. It's the political and governmental hub of the Magistrate, the uh, overarching ruler and leader of the town, Dark and Mysterious, reputed to live on the top floor of the Everspire, a tower with no top floor. 
So uh, also in the Everspire is is uh, the Black Inquisition, a force opposed to uh, our our watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, what am I leaving out, Andrew? Uh, there's also in Land Arcanum the Street Guard. It was yeah. So so we're 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 agents of the High Guard. The the like the the maybe uh, detectives right in this tier. Sure. And so we have the Street Guard uh, who work for bribes and the Black Guard who vanish witnesses. And so often our objective when solving a crime in a given two-hour episode stretch is uh. You know, we, we went back and forth on, on rolling mechanics, right? I mean, traditional D&D, you roll a failure, you don't get the clue. Well, not solving the mystery is fundamentally unsatisfying, right? So uh, we're going to solve the mystery. But if, if you botch too many rolls along your way, uh, you, you get negative effects maybe on the B story. Or maybe you're racing to solve the mystery before the Black Inquisition does so that you get to rightly punish the, the perpetrator rather than having them vanish into the night, right? Or rather than having them bribe their way out of the street guard dungeon block, or rather than than some other number of, of nefarious and very exciting uh, alternative results that we have planned out, and th- and it's all based on the, this balance of the scales of justice, right? Every successful roll tilts the scale one way, and failure roll tilts the scale the other, and and so the 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 objective is to solve the mystery while uh, getting a good result because the scales of justice were tipped toward justice. Okay, now so does that. Uh, preclude then that every Twitch session will be a complete adventure, or will there be like two parters to be continues mid season finales? There, 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 there will there will be occasional uh, setups like that, right? Cliffhangers and such. But but I uh, the, the the general the bread and butter is really the two hour format. We we get you in, we get you out. You you can still go out and, and tuck your kids in, right? We're gonna hit this time block and we're gonna solve a complete mystery. And while the characters will advance like they do a lot of order between sessions, right, where you have growth and maybe you lose visitation rights on your kids and then maybe your alcoholism gets worse or, or you know, maybe Joe Friday is actually identically the same every episode because he's the straight man. But but uh, some characters change. Uh, so so uh, there will be evolution and progression through this the season, but you won't miss out on anything. If you miss two episodes in a row, you go on a long work trip, you don't have time to catch up, you can just jump right back on with us and it's not going to spoil anything thing that you haven't missed so right you can sit down for any episode of like csi lawn or like those tv shows you can sit down and watch uh, any episode of those without ever without ever having seen any others really without even knowing what season you're in that's kind of the same goal with lawful and orderly is to be able to sit down and start a stream you know get it jump in at the at eight o'clock maybe you've never seen it before and and you watch it and you like it and maybe you check it out again in a month or you go back and you watch two episodes before on the YouTube channel or you listen to the, the audio or whatever and you're not you don't feel left out, you don't feel like, oh I'm missing it. I gotta go start the hundred and fifty episode archive from the beginning and I don't have time for that because it's March and I'm not going to the gym anymore. <laughs> so just to just clarify for my own sake here that even with shows that are procedural, sometimes there will still be an overarching story, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that maybe every third episode. Yeah, the, the, the Moriarty, right? The smoking man. Mm. That'll be the yes. common thread, the puppet master. Yes. So is there any of that in there? Yes. Not to give anything away. Yes. Okay. Uh, so 10524s asks, is there going to be any audience participation during this Twitch stream? And, and uh, we've, we've, we've gone back and forth on that, and we're excited to explore different models. Obviously, when you're having a trial, uh, it's a trial of your peers, and we couldn't think of any better peers than the audience to vote guilty or innocent or, or to convict and sentence the perpetrators, which uh, sounds like a hilarious way the audience can intervene either to support the players and, and convict the person that they found, 
or to work against them to let them go free and see what that causes to happen next episode. We, we've also thought about uh, interruptions in terms of, of donations to tilt the scales of justice live as you go. And uh, we're, we're excited to explore those options as well as others as we get up uh, like a chat bot that, that can manage that and uh, yeah, some other things. But uh, definitely, definitely audience participation. It's not live if there's not participation. Yeah, and that's, I was going to circle back around to that, that this is essentially live television, but it is a little bit different in that you, you have very direct and instantaneous audience participation, which is a, a cool feature. I think one of the things that makes Twitch unique and, and an awesome medium and one of the reasons why we're excited to get in, involved in this and try to take the RPG Academy content into this new space and hopefully grow here as, as well as we've done in podcast only. I mean, I'm very proud of our show there. The, it feels like the audience potential is much larger on Twitch. It just seems like there are shows that are gathering huge audiences side by side comparison to the audio version of that. I, it seems like it's bigger here. So I'm pretty excited about having that opportunity and, and thanking again, you Scott for taking this on and leading the charge and your cadre of uh, accomplices there. So are you going to be the DM for the first session? Any teases for like what mystery we will see day one? Ooh, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like we should put our best foot forward and that would be Andrew as DM probably. Oh, okay. Okay. He's okay. real good. But uh, I have not asked him or communicated with him about this <laughs> until putting him on the spot live in front of the audience right at this moment. So um, I'm, I'm probably, I, I believe for the first episode, it'll be one of the two of us. And then uh, after that, we'll, we'll cycle through and, and uh, you guys will, will find out we'll, we'll introduce characters and twists and, and turns and uh, have a good time while doing it. Now you mentioned that, you know, rolling for clues and then possibly failing doesn't really fit the the format or the theme of that type of mystery. But beyond that, is it going to be a pretty strict D&D game, like someone who wants to watch this to learn the rules? Or are we going to be really fly by the seat of our pants, wishy-washy, hand-wavy? Because I'm all for that. I just was wondering what you guys are going to do. I think I think the the thing to know about the way we the way we're probably going to end up running it is that um the rules aren't going to have a super huge impact on a moment to moment basis, right? It's a lot of, it's a lot of player reasoning and discussion and sort of investigation. And there are going to be, you know, skill roles and we've combat is, I mean, this is crime, right? There are always shootouts. There's always the, you got to punch the, the guy so he doesn't run, run away or, or cut people out of a plant that too. You know, there's, you never know what kind of mischief you're going to need to get up to in a, City super magical. I mean, cut people out of plants. All, all kinds of uh, combat stuff. But but yeah, we're 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 definitely sticking to fifth edition. Um, you know, the the core of fifth edition. One of my favorite things about it over any other edition is that the 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 core rules are rules light. It's it's a great rules light system. There's six ability scores, right? Six, and uh, I'm looking you, for the six fingered man. Exactly, and 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 <laughs> you killed my father. Prepared to die. Yeah, that's my fourth voice I can do is Antigo Montoya. And I wouldn't Antigo say Montoya. I wouldn't say you can do that one, but uh, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. I can. I just didn't say well, my friend. Oh, Don't okay. put that one on your resume. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lead with that. My, my resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, so I mean, you have six core attributes. You have advantage and disadvantage. Right there, that's the super rules light system. You, you can layer skill proficiency on top of that, which uh, obviously we are. We're using skill proficiencies, and we have uh, a pretty balanced group of four investigators where you you can tell when uh, who's when when you miss the one character who's running the session because they're the one who has Arcana checks down, right? So that's uh, fun. And then um, just because it's it's mostly investigatory. And we're playing uh, really low level. We're, we're guardsmen, right? We're not heroes, 
right? Magical items are for adventurers. Leveling up is for adventurers, right? Well, I was going to ask, are you guys going to level? Leveling up, leveling up is for adventurers. Do I you look know, like the, an adventurer? The, the city watch doesn't ever level up, right? By the time you're level 20, you can lay waste to entire villages. We're, we, we're not those villagers because we're, we are uh, playing player characters and, and we're in a huge city. But, but we, you know, when, when uh, the epic overlord comes to threaten the entire civilization, we're the ones doing crowd control, right? Like making sure <laughs> the bystanders don't get hurt. Right, so, we're on the ground floor tracking down like rogue cultists who are just like doing like the, the, that, that's that low-level stuff that's really integral, integral, but we're not going yeah, to the yeah. sanctum, sanctorum. They're like sanctorum the, the entry-level and... embezzlement cultists, right? Like, like they're, we're getting them for grifting, which will eventually fund them summoning Bahamut. But if Bahamut gets summoned, someone else's job, right? Like, like we're, we're, we're just going to stop their embezzlement. That's, that's our role. Yeah. All right, so uh, Muddlin' Through was asking about fantasy setting. I, I think we touched on this earlier, but this is a fantasy world. It's got dwarves and elves and again one of your player characters is a half unicorn yes top half so it's like bojack horseman with a unicorn horn yeah that's uh, that's a fantastic that's yes. a, mm-hmm. she also has opposable hooves although that's hard to envision yeah i still uh, don't have a i don't have no, a real don't, good beat on that i don't but. either we we uh we have an animator doing uh character sketches uh uh meeglish on twitter she's great uh but yes. but i'm excited to see her interpretation of that it's gonna be a challenge Maybe hands in pockets, honestly. <laughs> oh, I was going to, when I willy, uh, I think, uh, Mike, Michael, you responded to that a little bit to ask, uh, do we all have years of experience DMing? Right. I, I wanted you guys to answer because I'm okay. not really part of this. So you guys need to answer more than me. So how long have you been gaming uh, DMing, Andrew? I've been, I've been playing for about 15 years and DMing for, I want to say probably about 12. Um, and then I've been doing the podcast. I've done, I think, like three things and it turned out to be about eight or nine episodes uh that started out about a year ago with you guys and then uh, uh i mean i played in a bunch of games i've i've dm'd full campaigns i've done like online play-by-post stuff um so yeah i've got some i've got some background and and he's good don't let his uh bashful horsey voice fool you if if anyone would like to see or hear, I should say yes. how good Andrew oh, is. Yeah. Yes, definitely hard. Actually, I, I will find this while Scott's answering, and I will link it in the chat. But Andrew ran a trial, our first ever experience with the Wushu game, which is a very rules like game. It was so much fun. One of the best games yeah. we've ever played. Bar none. One uh, of the best recordings we ever. It played. was it was real wet and real wild. Uh, about the first 20 minutes or so is us trying to figure out what the F we were doing. So you may want to skip to the part where we actually start, but it is a hell of a ride and is hilarious. Yeah, if, so they while, start, if they start talking about trench coats, you're good to just drop in and start listening. Yes, yep. start listening there. So Scott, why don't you give your pedigree while I find that episode to link in the show notes? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, uh, I've, I've been uh, uh, gaming for about 20 years since, since uh, junior high was my first experience. And then that was, uh, you know, pretty awkward. And, and like everything is in junior high, am I right? <laughs> uh, and uh, then I've been running since uh, early college. That's that's 10 years. And then um, I've, I've been working with the RPG Academy for a couple of years. Uh, I've, I've been just uh, for about the last year or so running uh, games at cons. Um, I, I generally run... Uh, I'm I'm almost always game master. Just just uh I'm I'm sure a lot of uh our viewers can relate to the fact that, that you want to get a game together and no one else runs it, so you just pitch in, right? You're just kind of the one. Uh and and uh 
yeah, it's 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 been a a, a good wild ride. Uh, the the other thing uh, that that I started doing uh, that Matthew on our podcast recommended is is he said get into improv comedy classes because it will up your DM game. So I've been performing improv comedy for about a year with a troupe I auditioned into and uh, taking classes on that, and and that really has upped my DMing game. So I I uh, will occasionally make reference to that when discussing DM techniques or things. But it's it's uh, it's been a good one. And uh, I was going to jump in on behalf of uh, Marty and Jeffrey, our other two regulars, to say that uh, I believe Jeffrey has been playing for two months now. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And then exactly. now I'm going to let you shake. She's played know. all five sessions that we that we practice so far. Yeah. And then I don't know what Marty's. Uh, uh, Mar- Mar- Marty's. Uh, uh, I I can speak to him. Uh, he's he's been gaming interested as 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 a as a computer internet software guy. He's always been interested, but but he's done very little actual playing. So I think uh, our games were not the first D and D games he's maybe played in, but like the fourth. Something okay, really so. you know. So so yeah, we we have uh, out of the four of us, uh, you know, one of us has this is brand new for her, and and one of us this is relatively new. So I I. I'm I'm proud to say that that while I see a lot of streams with all experts, right, and so you can make all these in jokes about uh, gazebos, right, that are attacking you, and everyone laughs, right, or attacking the darkness. I'm I'm proud to say that that our troop uh, has two members who will be on the outside of those in jokes and ask stupid questions like "What is a knoll?" to to keep everything grounded and make it accessible for those gaming adjacent folks who might you know incidentally watch like if your girlfriend boyfriend wife spouse children's to give any other walks into the room while we're on hopefully we'll provide some context and be a little more accessible than some other groups okay so that leads me into the next question uh tvma pg-13 we're gonna see some hear some f-bombs dropped or you know family friendly we haven't really well go ahead scott i'll let you i'll let you take this Ma-va. If, if you have something specific to say I, I the only comment i was going to make was that uh yeah i, th- I think uh, in, in our practices, uh, some some frank things that that occur to bodies when after they've expired have been discussed. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but uh, aside from some uh, sort of body diggery, I don't think we we got any uh, quite so much worse than that. And yeah, I'd say uh, we qualify as a PG thirteen. I think if you I think yeah, if PG-13. you got the there, F there bomb more than word. once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an R. But if you if it's just once per episode, I think you've been PG thirteen, then. Uh, we're a solid PG thirteen, I think. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. because our regular podcast has the explicit tag, but we don't really earn it most of the time. But occasionally we oh, do. Sometimes yeah, you guys really it's, earn it. It's just the side talk I, that goes. I cut oh. I cut most of that out. Like you don't hear a lot of that, but every now and then one or two will slip in. Um, so I mean, obviously, I don't particularly care. But again, you know, if we want this to be accessible to as many people as possible, then you know, there's no need for gratuitous cursing again you're dealing with murders so there's going to be some adult themes i mean it's going to be hard to not get into that with you know maybe some of the ways people are killed again kind of copying the the template here there's probably going to be some gratuitous murder yeah i think we're i think probably what's gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna walk the line of like violence pretty heavy but i think especially because with um the the one of the conceits of of the 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 game is that we're in the special visions unit right the the division the department of divination so so uh the seers come to us with these visions and and through like a crystal orb uh we we all can relive the vision with them and so we do tend to describe the crime as it happens and describe the scene so so that uh, can get rich but uh yeah very pg-13 
Well, we are Americans, so violence okay, boobies not so much. Right. That so is where we draw the line pretty solidly. That, and luckily, Twitch requires I keep my shirt on at all times, so we're good. We're what safe. about pants? Nope. <laughs> yeah. No rules about that, as clearly indicated. Yeah, nice. for those of you in the stream, uh, you've got the like the the squared off video. Uh, Michael and I actually have the full length video, and uh, yeah, I can <laughs> that's a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, pa- yeah. She'll go yep. Patreon and find out what you got any. Yeah, yeah for, so for, for every one dollar you <laughs> donate, my camera will just tilt down. <laughs> or you can donate a dollar to tilt the camera back up. Oh, back up. Yes, we'll get a bidding war going Ooh, on here. That's that's incredible. I, I think uh, we'll we'll do that for a charity stream, a special. <laughs> that will be just wonderful. Nice. Because well, again, this is a side tangent, but we've talked about doing oh, the, extra, <laughs> the extra, the extra credit um, oh. or ex- extra life charity stream for like four years, and we've never got around to it. But now that we have a Twitch channel, maybe we can do that in October. That would be great. Ooh, but you mentioned running games at conventions, and I would be remiss if I did not jump in there to mention that the RPG Academy does host its own convention this year tw- or next year. Twenty seventeen will be our fifth year running the convention. Third is a public event. It is in Dayton, Ohio. I know, and. Catacon 2017 5th edition. Uh, so anyone that's in the Dayton, Ohio area that would like to come play games with us. Uh, Andrew, we didn't make it last year. Hopefully that maybe this year, possibly. Uh, but Scott was there. He'll be there again. Myself, all the other people that are part of the faculty that you can hear on the other podcasts. Uh, we pretty much organize it. We put it on. We run it. It's in November in Dayton, Ohio. We have a Kickstarter to uh, pre-sell badges, which will go live in April. So someone mentioned where where we are at. I'm in Cincinnati. I'm actually north of Cincinnati proper. I'm probably about 45 minutes away from Dayton. And most of my, what I call the IRL or in real life faculty. So Ryan, Brad, Nick, Travis, Rocky, and Ryan. I think I said Ryan twice. We're all local to Cincinnati area, so Dayton's close to us. Everyone else is far away, um, or far in, in relative terms. Caleb's up near Cleveland. Uh, Scott, are you allowed by CIE rules to give your geographic location? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm uh, phoning in from sunny Baltimore, Maryland. It's not as bad as everyone thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matthew is also uh, our other online player is in New York. Um, Andrew, where are you at? I'm in central Indiana, like south of Indy. So a lot of sort of east midwesternish area, sort of. Some of us, a lot of us are uh, in those great flyover states. But flyover, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I uh, uh, Christopher now, right? Too, he's a. Oh yeah, Christopher's he's a, actually he's the Oreo in the Caleb Michael. Uh, or he's the he's the top half sandwich. The, yeah, because he's in the middle between. Oh, he's, and he's the cream filling. Ooh, he's the cream filling. He's in Columbus. Tasty. <laughs> yep. Uh, so since one else, someone else brought it up, I'll also throw that out that we do have a network. Uh, the RPG Academy has several other shows that are a part of our network, and uh, we have affiliates that are basically across the entire country and some out of the country actually. So if you go to our website, you'll see all that. If they're one of the part of the network, they're worth listening to because they wouldn't be part of the network otherwise. All right. So we're getting way off topic. So do we, is there anything else about or, Lawful and Orderly that we want to talk about before we wrap up here? Again, if there's any questions in chat, we will address them. Anything else about the show, about you guys personally, about your goals? Are we going to do, like, again, is it going to be like forever? Or are you going to have like planned like season breaks, like, you know, four weeks on, two weeks off sort of a thing? Uh, we, we, we have... Currently, we have no planned season breaks. 
Uh, I, I, current, so, so far, the only plan we have is to start going and keep going. I mean, since since we're swipping off uh, DMs, since there's there's four of us and it's it's kind of an intimate process, uh, we we're we're stable enough that if that if uh, one person needs to be out every week, we can just keep rolling on. So um, I don't know that there's any reason to uh, formalize the season break until uh, everyone's completely sick of this, or until we hit an incredible dramatic peak that maybe. Uh, inserts itself into taking a little bit of time off to replan so dun, 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 dramatic gopher dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun. i do want to before i forget i do want to muddling through much earlier on uh, i'm going to take this as a request and say nuclear vessels <laughs> can you give us a little shaggy or a little scooby-doo while you're at it sorry okay nuclear <laughs> wrestles <laughs> brilliant and then brilliant. professor rex oh uh, that's man nuclear that vessels everyone it still works <laughs> andrew's like a fun button you, you just push him and fun comes out it's incredible so uh yeah we, we've got a, a a great uh uh group plan we, we've got great episodes planned we're really looking forward to it and we're uh thanks everybody for joining us we're looking to start january 9th 8 to 10 p.m eastern uh, standard american time uh so uh hopefully a good time block for most folks so it sure worked for us so uh, this is what you get and uh if, if not we'll be dropping clips to uh as as uh, Michael mentioned, YouTube and of course the the Twitch stream uh, feed here. So so uh, subscribe us, follow us. Uh, we'll see you on the ninth. Again, I wanted to mention that please do follow because if we start doing our other games or our other just regular like shows, those are recorded very sporadically. It'd be like, hey, you got twelve minutes? Okay, let's record something now. So it'll be just pretty much pops on, but everything will be archived here and on YouTube, so you can still get to it later. So, um, Andrew, thank you so much for your time tonight and for what you're doing for the show, Scott. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking this bull by the horns. I'm super excited about this getting started. And for everyone who is listening, whether now or in the future, thanks for being a part of this. And we look forward to interacting with you more as our show develops. And please don't forget our actual podcast. We have almost 400 episodes of audio that you can go back through and listen. And at least three of them are pretty good. Yeah, the the Wushu series was uh, five episodes long, right? The Wushu trial? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and two, three, three and four are really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, Scott, you want to sign us off and I will cut this off because I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, thanks all you kids out there in Radio Land. Uh, we'll, we'll get back sporadically to you. Follow, subscribe, email us, Twitter with us, and uh, we're looking forward to it. If you're having fun, you're doing it right. I don't even need to say bye. <laughs> I, I think I cut us off before that happened. I think. Okay. Did, did, can anybody validate? Jenny, are we off the air? I picked the wrong ear. I can only hear you guys in the right ear, and I took that ear cup off. Because I'm an idiot. So you can't hear us right now at all? (laughs) Oh, God, it's still on! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Behind the Curtains special event. High quality. This is the kind of quality you can expect from Lawful and Orderly. Coming January 9th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, 
then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.